Hey guys, Daniel here for Escaping Network. With everything going on in the news right now, we want you to know that we stand with those out there protesting for change. It's only going to happen if we all let our voices be heard and stand together. This is a very important time for all of us. So if you or someone you know needs help with resources or effective ways to cause this change and ways that we can donate and our listeners can help, please reach out to us at escaping.podcast at gmail.com or on our Facebook or Instagram pages. We stand with you and hope that together we can make this a better place. Thank you. And now on to the show. Is that your Korean voice? <laughs> Is can, it? Can we can, oh, we, okay, can we get that Korean voice one more time on the on the mic? <laughs> no, no. Wow, Michelle, that was crazy. What does that mean? <laughs> okay, but what does that mean, Michelle? <laughs> it does. Jesus. All right. So with that, uh, let's go ahead and jump into today's episode of Escaping Podcast, <laughs> the best podcast in Colorado Springs when it comes to all things geek nerdy and everything in between. And by everything in between, he means the start of the show where your character gets frozen and the time it takes to get to the future. That could be short. <laughs> it could be long. It could be two days. But today we are at the end of our time travel series. You may have just heard Kelsey smacking his lips because mm, it is such a delicious topic. And I have so much delicious things on my lips. <laughs> and they're big, so I get to save the flavor for a very long time. As they always, I am your host, Daniel Rojas, joined by my co-hosts... Kels for show, a.k.a. Chillip K. Fry, a.k.a. Michael Jamie Fox. Bam, baby. Oh, my God. Bam, baby. Yeah. <laughs> and always with us is... Michelle. And I guess for this week, as Dan no said, Xenomorph Queen. Yeah! <laughs> I like that! It's pretty damn good. <laughs> so we are at the end of our journey that has taken us to the past, the present, the future, and some alternate timelines. But today, in our final episode, we are talking about possible futures that we've seen in media, books, movies, television, sometimes in our dreams. Is that really the future? Am I crazy? No. No, I'm not. So, guys, um, what are some of the like? What are some of the ones that you picked? I know we we each went around and kind of chose some possible futures that we liked, mm-hmm. whether it was for the kind we'd want to live in, or some that were just the most entertaining. Yeah, there's two in particular that overlap with me and Daniel. I won't go into either one of those. I'm gonna let <laughs> Daniel be the one. So I'm gonna go into one uh, more specific to my taste, and that's gonna be in the universe of the Power Rangers. Because in the Power Rangers, there have been different futures that um, the Rangers have had to defend against evil. And that first possible future, it was Power Ranger Time Force. Time for Time Force. Oh, my Is that God. what they used to? That's what they would scream out instead of Morphin Time. They would <laughs> use their chrono um, triggers. Like morphin Time. Morph- morphin Time is classic, <laughs> but yeah. Time for Time Force, the pun. They yeah. do that all, all that swag shit. Like, I love it. That's why my own um, Power Rangers fan fit, they call it the Dimensional Defenders. Their um, morphing sequence is called D Up and Defend. <laughs> I mean, we, we can sit here and talk yeah. about fanfic all day long. But we're not. But I just had to say that real quick. <laughs> but um, it takes place in the year 3000. And now that I said that out loud, mm-hmm. I wonder if they pulled that from the Conan O'Brien bit he used to do on his show. In a year 3000. Yeah, but there's also the, uh, oh God, I hate to even say it. It's the Jonas Brothers song, The Year 3000. Oh, when they was living at the bottom of the sea? Mm-hmm. Yo, I wasn't fucking with the Jonases like that, but I am familiar I'm with that little ditty bop. Yeah. Uh, something about being in the year 3000, meeting his great great granddaughter. Everything was the same, but different. They're underwater. Uh, which doesn't sound like the same. Oh. It actually sounds pretty damn different. Hell yeah, yeah. and in that future, um, the Rangers are led by um, I believe his name was Alex, and their main villain was a dude by the name of Rancic. Mm. It's supposed to sound like Rancic, yeah. like being rotten and spoiled. Oh, I, I, I thought it was more of a ransack kind of thing. <laughs> his face did look like a nutsack, though. <laughs> Because he was a mutant. <laughs> well, ransack's a word. Yeah, ransack is actually a word. I know. Like, yeah. if you ransack some shit, and somebody like, yeah. ransack some nuts across <laughs> his face and left one there. Because he was a mutant, and in this future, mutant... Wouldn't that be called teabag? No. Oh. He's a ransack, because they ran the sack across his face and left one there. Oh. Wasn't that... Wait. Wouldn't Isn't that be that dragging? T- yeah. 
Yeah. But drag sack? No, ran. Because mm-hmm. he silk literally sack. ran. No, 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 no silk stockers. No, 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 no. So, <laughs> like, and, and you're saying these are the Power Rangers who are yes. led by the guy with the nuts on his face? No, no, no. That was the main villain. Because ah. there's a future um, um, time force who were the Rangers that protected that um, Earth in the future against Ransack and he was a mutant and in this future mutants were all villains and the mutants came about because of global pollution infected the DNA and they was of course ostracized so it's like you know what mm-hmm. fuck this shit we're gonna take over we're gonna do all these crimes this is in third so it's basically like uh, X-Men future if they just decided to be like you know what Matt Needle's right we're gonna terrorize and fuck up everything and people was like no you don't have to do that because there's some mutants out here that just want to live, but they want to. But then there's the majority that want to follow you, so we got to protect everybody from you. So that happened, and then um, the whole story really evolves with them trying to send Rancic off to prison, but then one of his uh, his second in command, his daughter, actually takes his because they get um, digitized. Into little cell cards. <laughs> no. So what? she took the card and dipped into the past. So the Rangers had to follow him into the past to take him out. And that's how the series basically starts. Yeah. Mm. What about you, Michelle? What, what's some stuff that you're going to talk about today? I'm definitely going to touch on um, the prequels to the Alien series. You know, it's a huge franchise, but mm-hmm. um, Prometheus and Covenant for me, even though they're the newest, um, they really kind of summed up things so well. So I'm going to talk about that. And, you know, our whole love of cryostasis. For mm-hmm. I swear I thought you were going to say love of Christ. No. <laughs> and when you say clear up, what do you mean by that? Because for some people in the alien community, they would say Prometheus was more problematic. Right. Yeah, yes, right. they do. Because um, planets were, they say we're wrong. The moons where they said we were going. I think the whole... Um, how the xenomorphs came about, because, you know, you had the face huggers. I think I want to touch more on a life lesson with mm. Prometheus and Covenant. Okay, about the future and what now that it's... Yeah. Now, before, I don't want to get too into the weeds here. Is it a point where all of your alien movies are just going to be kind of the same premise? Of, yeah. Uh, and never trust a robot that looks like Fastbender. Right. Yeah. Yes. I oh, mean, there's only one bender I trust. Well, and he how likes have going we on not had yes. an android that all looks the same? Well, and speaking of the only bender that we trust, I'm going to be talking today about Futurama. Yeah. Oh, my God. Futurama. We will. Oh, yeah. It's going to be good. That, and I also want to talk about uh, Marvel's 2099 future. Yeah, Ooh. and I'll talk about Blade Runner, and it's kind of that cyberpunk future yes. tale, and that's kind of similar. Word. And I will talk about other Power Rangers series <laughs> and maybe some random other shit, like um, Batman Beyond? Yeah, yeah. Anybody, anybody familiar with that concept from that well, TV mean, series? I, I, I Batman. Well, he's beyond... And it's pretty sway. It's pretty. It's damn beyond sway. Bruce Wayne at that point because he's legitimately an old ass man and terrible. Bruce Wayne, a fictional character <laughs> created by Bob Kane and probably many more people that we know nothing about. Right, right, right. <laughs> Facial expressions. Are Only yeah, Michelle, you hear me? My own jitsu. I yeah, love doing that. Tactic, I, what, tactic. What, what people can't see and what they don't know yeah. is that Michelle is like. Um, no, I was going to say experimenting <laughs> with this whole. Obvious lies to make our faces contort, and uh, you know it, it's wild. No, it's, it's only wild to you because that's my go-to. Mm-hmm. No, I know when it's you yeah. because I start to feel this throbbing right here. Yeah, that's racist. <laughs> see, like just like that. It's like a parent getting a headache. Yeah, it's like yeah. You, you know what you're saying, stupid. But you want to see how repeat. People react, then you yeah. just play into it. They're just like, now nah, I'm just fucking with you. Like, oh, I'm like, yeah. So one of my big questions for you guys: uh, What do like with these different futures? How do we even get there from the the series or mm-hmm. the people that we know as the uh, the original? Well, if we're talking about Futurama, it is very simple. Um, Fry was a piece of delivery guy. I was trying to make that not rhyme because I didn't want to force it. Is that why you guys delivered pizza guy. today? Ordered pizza? Yes. Yeah. Sure. It was all planned. Yeah, it was all planned. <laughs> if you're not familiar with the TV series, this piece of Americana, this classic, um, Philip or Fry, as he's known, he delivered a pizza, or tried to, to a cryogenic lab, and he was basically falling asleep. He fell back, and he fell into a stasis pod, and he woke up in the year... He woke up in the year 3000, like, what the fuck? <laughs> I was only 
asleep for a hot second, or I don't even remember. No, he didn't remember going to sleep because he literally fell back, closed, mm-hmm. woke up like nothing just. Well, happened. And, and one of the things with it is uh, while he's you've seen all the time pass. You see the world burning, then you see the aliens attacking, then you see the aliens retreating, and then you see them building it up and they're getting destroyed. So I guess they're saying in cryostasis that he's not dreaming. Yes. No, because it's instant time yeah. to him in that instant. So the world's been burned over many, mm-hmm. many, many times. Yeah. And uh, and that's geez. curious, too, because I didn't think about that in that aspect because we watch sci-fi movies all the time. Oh, yeah, Everybody yeah, get yeah, put yeah. it. Oh, we got to go to Mars. It's going to take 30 years. So put you in the tube. Then you wake up there. What happens in that time? Do you fall asleep and you dream for that long or you're just having yeah. a dream and you wake up like you know we all sleep like I have horrible sleep paralysis yeah. so I like what point would that have kicked in or would it have you like, know what I mean I, I'd say at that point it doesn't kick in exactly. but, but, but then you also have um, but then you know something's up right and what was that what was that god awful Jennifer Lawrence and Chris Pratt movie? oh that rape movie it was not yes. terrible Stockholm Syndrome in Space Stock, yeah Stockholm Syndrome in Space what, what? Michelle come Michelle? on it was not bad. Come on. are you serious you could have had a Worst guest. He could have <laughs> let her sleep. Exactly. That's true. <laughs> he could have just I let didn't her want to be alone. So now As you an get insomniac, it. I would have been very angry. But I don't yeah, want to die alone. So I want somebody to stay. Wait. I want to wake somebody up yeah. to die with me. A perfect stranger. But at least there was a bar. Yeah. Okay. Fine. And it's got it's it's got maybe possibly the best bartender. But but had she not woken up and they didn't realize that shit was gonna hit the fan. He would have. They would have all died. He would have. Would have. Would have. Also, okay, we're, we're going to get back yeah. to the future stuff, yeah. but I got to say, the very end of that movie pisses me off more than anything. Yeah. Because what, what what do the people see when they wake up? A tree and growth and animals and insects that were not... Where, where did they come from? Yeah. And a dead black man, because Lawrence Fishburne was there, too. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yo, y'all just threw him in and be like, hey... Yeah. Diversity hire. What up, guys? I'm dead. So that's a bad future. <laughs> I mean, mine isn't too much different because if it were like Blade Runner, it's more of that's kind of the dystopian. That's how the human race right. ended up, and we'll get into that kind of like 2099. Well, so, well, uh, so how did they get there? Does it is there any kind of explanations of the uh, the emergence of the uh, replicants? Yeah, I would say that was. You know, we became kind of dependent on them. At one point, they were useful. And we'll kind of get into how humans then decided, oh, they weren't. And it became a battle. Um, and that's a whole and other the, issue. But, sure, but that, that's but kind of the, aliens, the original one. It's, it's cryostasis as well. And they did it numerous times. I mean, even from Prometheus mm-hmm. um, to Covenant. There was like an 11-year cryostasis. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They say 11 years, but, you know. Um, but before that was even longer. So they kept going into cryostasis to go where they needed to go. And then they woke up. Things. But, you know. Is, <laughs> okay. it, really a, is it really a good thing? I don't know. Because you wake up. One, if you ever watch the Alien films, their waking up is not pleasant. No, no. It's all like, let me fucking vomit here, shit here. Like, I'm just sick. Also, (laughs) like you did too much about peyote. (laughs) How long does peyote last? Mm. Asking for a friend. I don't don't do peyote. I don't do psychedelics. My mind's already forever. That's a community. To my career, I didn't say that I want to do peyote. I'm just saying I haven't done it yet. (laughs) She says that, and yet right in front of her. Don Quixote. Yes, clear as the day is long is Don Quixote. Mm. (laughs) Keeper of peyote. I um, hear see. that it will open my mind. Yeah, I don't need mine anymore open. Also, I heard a good book would do that as well. <laughs> That's every day. So, um, with the with the twenty ninety nine future, mm-hmm. one of the things I um, find kind of boring is it's just the future. Yeah, there's no long struggle to get there. Uh, it's just like, oh hey, the we have Avengers again. Oh hey, you know all the I- iconic uh, heroes. Well, here's all their analogs. No one is really yeah. their own character. Here you go. Here's Some people think they did a great job because it was supposed to be a graphic novel. Sure. Initially with Stanley, um, when the um, the idea came up. Mm-hmm. Then it became an entire series. They evolved the entire world. Money. But how did they get there? How did that future evolve? Well, how did our um, heroes and protagonists get to that point? We don't... At, at this point... Uh, it's just kind of like their kids or their kids' kids until you get to, uh, I don't know, you even know if you would call it an event. What would you call us this most recent 2099 stuff that happened with the, the Spider-Man book and Spider-Man 2099 and the rewriting of history? 
I didn't read that shit because I'm not a fan of the 2099 um, storyline. Like, I have the old Hulk yeah. 2099. Right. Yeah, yeah. And just because, like, all right, 2099, Spider-Man, he looks cool. He has an interesting story, but everybody else is like, but. And then I've tried to figure out about the X-Men, I'm part of this. And all the X-Men and Fuse are horrible. They're the fucking worst. I'm like, I'm not, I'm not even going to read this shit. I'm an X fan. I buy everything. I'm like, no, I'm good. If you want to give me a future watch. X-Men story, keep it with future Quentin Quire. Mm-hmm. I want to see that Phoenix Force. I want to see it so bad. Have Ava Bell, who is a time traveler, just be there randomly. Like That's she the has, kind of reason know. that I compare yeah. it to yeah. um, Blade Runner. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. Because, like, the whole currency, you know, the implants, and their whole cyberpunk feel, if you watch Blade Runner... It's kind of how their right. dialogue was following. One of the other futures that I, I want to quickly touch on, and I'm going to come back to, don't mm-hmm. you worry. Uh, the next generation. Star, basically the Star Trek universe yeah, as a whole. Mm. Yeah. Because in TG your history. TNG. TNG, my fault. <laughs> um, in their universe, they're going through the same shit we were going through now. But that's their past. And like. What was it? Cisco went back and uh, realized that he was one of the people who Space helped. Obama. Yes, Space Obama. And when he goes back to the past, he realizes they're riding over race. They're tearing themselves apart. Everything is looking like it's going to fuck the whole world and humanity will be done. Mm-hmm. But then we hit a point where we all kind of realize we need to fucking be better. Exactly. Do we want to go to the stars? Yeah, boy. And then a hillbilly redneck. Oh, a hillbilly hippie discovers quantum discovers um discovers warp drive out of this rinky dick contraption he did in the middle of the boonies <laughs> and that uh, alerted like was, was it already starfleet or the federation there's like a the, federation or the, what was it the galactic council or whatever but not the not 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 with not the, as we know it but yes it, it caught the knowledge of somebody out there it was like oh these fucking apes are prepared <laughs> To be connected to the greater space of the universe. And that's one of the things with any future. The moment when the rest of the universe and the aliens and stuff are like, all right, so they figured it out. They're about to they're about to be in our sandbox, too. So Kind of like, uh, what you call it, with Hitman's like, um, future and House of X, Power of X. Right, right. Once you hit a, a certain level in, in, of intelligence, you get to go to another stratosphere of life. Yeah. Of well-being, if you will. Hmm. So, with these uh, possible futures that we've picked, what are some of your favorite parts about them? What is it that makes them so appealing to you? Well, I could say for myself, we were talking about like Star Trek, we would definitely be the replicator. I'm a fat kid at heart. I might not look <laughs> like it, I might not weigh like it, but I'm a fat kid. If I just go to the machine and I'm like, yo, let me get a Pete's Cobbler and let me get a fish taco and let me get a goddamn. 18th century margarita or some shit and she's like <laughs> boom baby I can be mad at that and also in that future we're not judged by the color of our skin cause Kurt was fucking green bitches yeah. we're just judged whether you're a shitty can't say person but individual individual species. Individual life form or not. So we're talking about like tech that we like cause then or, or anyway any, you anything wanna slice about it. it anything about yes. that future timeline yeah. that you're like oh you know because, like, even in, uh, so, I have two, like, Total Recall, when she's, uh, like, tapping her nails, and it just paints her nails. I forgot about uh, that. I fucking yeah, love it. Because, yeah. like, girls don't have to spend that much time on the nails. Just tap, tap, Is tap. that the one, the chick that had three titties? No. That's the only thing was, I know about the movie. She was, um. Get your ass tomorrow. Wasn't she an assistant or his wife? Played um, his wife? Yes. So, she, she was, she was. But she, uh, would just, she was just sitting in the house, and she would tap her nails, and it would be whatever color she wanted, everything. And, yeah, we're gonna have to watch uh, Total Recall. And then, like though. in Alien, Colin Farrell. So, yes, like, I love him. In Prometheus, when she just put herself <laughs> in that little pod and it did the surgery for her, oh, and I was like, that oh, was shit. amazing. Yeah, and it's <laughs> Naomi Naomi Reese Peace. Staff for our docs yes. and our surgeons, but shit. Uh, you know, shit. efficiency and yeah. you know, not having to worry about the loss of life. Yeah, just. Mm. Boom! Button on. <laughs> I'm anesthetized. I'm going to get my surgery. I'm good. No. Johnny and Knoxville would love the future. Like, hey, I'm about to jump off some shit today. Just hop in the machine. Yep. <laughs> what about you, Kels? What are some other things? You said the replicator, but you were in your Power Rangers timeline. Um, I might have to go with um, Power Rangers SPD, a.k.a. Space Patrol Delta. <laughs> and when they morph, they make SPD, emergency. And then they hit their little jump off. Then they morph into their forms. But what's cool in that future... Aliens have already came to Earth, 
So it's not like an alien versus um, human thing. It's not like race. It's more like classism. I'm not. I'm not trying to say that's a better thing, but it's easier to live with. Yeah, yeah. Then it's just like, oh, you're black, you're white. Oh, that's an alien. We gotta constantly fight. Like for the most part, everybody's harmonious. They get together, but if you're poor, you're poor. You're middle class and this, that, and the third. But also, there are random mutations in individuals too that give them superpowers. And this star, um, this series stars um, Jack, who is actually the second black um, Power Ranger, Red Ranger in the franchise. Oh, yeah, he was dope. He was on this show called um, Graceland too, and he has a mutant ability where he could um, create not duplicates, but he could phase through objects on some Kitty Fry shit. So he was cool, and his whole story arc was like. He was just some, he was basically a lad, and he was a kid on the street that took not necessarily from the rich, but he took things, he got in trouble, so he could give it to the little poor alien kid, and like you give it to this little alien kid, it's like no, I don't care, you alien, you like me, we struggling. Yeah, and they had his best friend, and they both end up being Power Rangers together. But which they, is the dream? Which is the dream? Cause, yeah, because they weren't Power Rangers; they were like uh, Space Patrol Delta. So there's different ranks. There's like a military throughout space. They ain't Power Rangers, they always have a peaceful ending. For the most part, yeah, because yeah. it's, it's Sentai, it's yeah. anime. Yeah. But, like, there's ranks. Like, there's the A squad, but they got took out. But then the B squad gets the brought up in the ranks, and then you had the main dude that was a legacy. He was like, my father was a ranger. I'm a ranger. I got to be on A squad. Then he beefing with Jack, like, you just off the streets, man. You didn't earn this position. But, you know, they come together. So that's your favorite together. part about it? What was no, my favorite part, part about the future about? was the fact, like, it's not about black or white. It's basically more or less... <laughs> You poor, we poor. But we poor together, baby. And we could be Power Rangers. So that was my You're like, and then in season three, episode five. No, no, they only, they only got two seasons. But it was cool, though, though, though. But yeah, that was the pretty, like, legit part. And plus, it's a future with Megazords, robots that had AI, that had tech like that. So it's like the future you kind of were envisioning. Like, we all expect the future to be like Jetsons and shit. Mm-hmm. So any future where we have evolve with technology that benefits everybody yeah. versus just the rich like in the Marvel comic books like Reed Rich is like well if I just gave everybody a teleportation <laughs> device what about the car industry and then it'll just implode on each other and one of what those excuses you, uh, for me uh, Futurama even though we've seen it crash time and time again that tube travel it's the same thing from the Jetsons yeah. that I'm always like put me in there like I'm male, put me in there like I'm a deposit for the bank. I want to travel in a giant tube. I just do. I just do. Yeah. And other, like, I guess outside of that, just the idea of uh, space travel in general. I want mm. to be able to leave the atmosphere and the stratosphere and feel that, like, yeah. you know, launching. But um, with, with the Futurama universe, even just the little stupid gadgets, like the little things that, you know, um, what was it? There was a lot. There's a lot. No, no, that's what I'm trying yeah. to think too. I'm There's like, a lot. But like even just like the little things that were throwaway jokes that like, you know, quick fixes that Fry's like, what? Yeah. Is that how any of us would act? But it's so everyday for Slurm. them. But that's like Doctor Who with a screwdriver or the little yes. badge that says like whatever. Oh, you the are. psychic paper. Yeah. I would kill for some yeah. psychic paper. Yeah. But psychic then in Doctor paper. Who, they do have a uh, a facility where people can get treated for any illness. Mm-hmm. On Earth uh, it was New New York, uh Earth Two. And our new Earth or something like that. And uh, they go in and that seemed like really cool. You're in the future. You're in this big universe where you have all of these different diseases. And then you find out that they're actually keeping people in the basement, injecting them with all the diseases so that way they could use them to get a cure. Mm. Yeah. So that's one of the problems with Doctor Who. Yeah. But I do got to agree with Kelsey, the replicator in TNG. Mm -hmm. There's nothing like it. Mm, Question. Can you replicate something with specific... Recipes or ingredients. Say for example, like yo, make my mama's um, enchiladas. Oh. Would they make your mama's enchiladas? They would try. Like, I, how would that the, work? The way I wouldn't understand it because there's that episode where Riker's trying to make uh, omelets for everyone, and he's like, a replicator can make anything precise, but it just lacks that human, he, yeah, human creativity and chances. And yeah. but then his eggs taste like shit. Yeah, you know so. I mean, yes, they, they could do it to where I could give them the ingredients and how much you well, need to do Well, think about how it. we cook. It's like by vision. I don't measure a lot of stuff unless I'm baking. Exactly. I go but by taste. You know? See, the funny thing about me, only thing I measure is my Kool-Aid. <laughs> two and a half cups for two packets of Kool-Aid in one gallon. Uh, see, maybe some lemon slices, oh. maybe some orange slices. So you put less sugar than Kevin Right. Does. 
I wouldn't say I haven't tasted Kevin Kool Aid and Mint because normally I'm the one. But then again, you haven't tasted mine either. Yeah, it's good. I watched him make his though. (laughs) See, you watch when I I watch with a glass, baby. (laughs) So with these futures, what are some of the similarities you see from our time, or any like remnants from our time that are now artifacts or? Anything like that? Like, okay. what what stands out to you in these features that you've picked? So I have to say, like, in Prometheus, you know, before they did the cryostasis to get to where they're at, at, like, 2089. Um, so they're in Scotland. They see the signs of our creators. So they get out there. Of course, nothing's changed. It's 2089. They're still trying to figure out who made us. Why did they make <laughs> us? And obviously, the end of the story... You didn't want to know why they made you. That's, yeah. They didn't want to make you. They made you. They realized you are still destructive. You just want war. You're hateful beings. And they wanted to wipe you out Mm -hmm. again. And even though she, Shaw, who's the archaeologist, she's so sensitive to it. She has to understand, like, as a creator, when you create something and they do that, I don't know if that was me. I'd be upset, too. Oh, yeah. Kind of like your parents. How did I get here? Yeah. Nastiness. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's what I'm trying to say. Like, that's why I always say life is so precious mm-hmm. and random because even when, even if your parents did decide to have a kid, they can't decide on having you. Because mm-hmm. any kid could have been one <sighs> one lonely night, Trust ended up me. in a sock yeah. or a toilet or somewhere yeah. disgusting. But when you're here, you're here. And then it's is like, that, she, wait, hold on. Is that the Olive Garden uh, logo? When you're here, you're here. You're here. Yeah, yeah. it is. But <laughs> oh, what happened? Uh, you know what? Secret of ooze, baby. <laughs> oh, no. You will understand one day, Michelangelo. You will, yeah. son. What was that meme I posted with the the robot that read the Olive Garden sword <laughs> and it was here, all like in the wet you're voice? Here. You're here. You're here. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, you know, I think that lesson was kind of like. Maybe you shouldn't be that curious about who created us because they may not be proud of it. And and then in um, Covenant, when they went, they should have just went to Org I-6. Right. But, but, but that's well, how it course goes. Of one <laughs> is like, oh my God, we found a planet. Let's go there. We'll, and then We'll go there when we go there, but right now we're on a trip. Yeah. Yo. But then they go to that planet and they realize Walter, no, David, the previous android, was sitting there experimenting, Ooh, that and that's boy. how he came up with the xenomorphs. That he dirty was boy. using us as incubators. I like that shit. That was dirty. He has the same concept. Humans are trash. Whoa, Is he whoa. recyclable. I don't know. That's the thing. He doesn't necessarily see us as trash, but expendable yeah. and usable to certain degrees. Yeah. But do he not let them lose. He says we are not worthy. Yes. Yes. One of my favorite parts of the trailer was the part... When um, Jesse Smollett, yes, he was in that. And old shorty was in the shower. Did he beat and he himself just, up at one point? Oh, no, no, no. Aliens did that for him. But um, Did he hire those aliens? Yes, he did. <laughs> um, but you see the alien tail come between her and the shower mm. and come out. Oh, ooh, I can't wait to just... Ooh. But it wasn't as gory yeah. as I thought it was going to be. But just... Because if you already know, those aliens are like my number number one fear in life. Like, I have mad nightmares to this day about them some bitches. Yeah. But just seeing that come between somebody in the shower, not knowing it, seeing it come up, like, oh, <laughs> I'm getting chills right out there. But like, oh, man. Yeah. And in that one, it's kind of like, um, you know, don't detour from your trip, which I think is a common thing to prefer things. That's a but common thing for, I have yeah, to say, oh, you know, that was scary for you in the preview. Do you guys want to hear my experience in watching comedy? I would love Covenant? to hear your experience. Yeah, so I went to the theater. Our huh? viewers, however, don't want to. So next, no, I'm just sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so I went on a Monday. When kids weren't supposed to be there, fam, and it was very quiet Monday mm. morning, first showing it. It's like being showgirls. Yeah. Showgirls is my favorite horror movie. And in Covenant, that first scene when somebody's attacked, I hear screaming and crying in the back. Someone brought their toddler and their baby in their baby carrier. And I was like, this is not the film for that on a Monday morning. <laughs> on a Monday morning, one, <laughs> two, what the fuck? Yeah. Um, so with that being said, Michelle, my question to you, is a good aliens movie great if the aliens are portrayed the way you see it or if it's actually a good quote unquote film? Because you can have there's certain alien movies when the aliens do their thing, but from a critical standpoint, it's but and then vice versa and vice versa, there's um a very um bad movie, but the aliens are fucking amazing in it. Mm-hmm. So what? Which one is it with you? Uh, well, I like the creation story. Obviously, that's why I picked Prometheus and Covenant. Yes. 
when it comes to the Alien franchise, um, obviously they're classics. I do like, I think it's Alien Resurrect when they start to show that they do communicate. Joss Whedon's? Yes. Yeah. And they start to interact with each other. That's why, like, they fought and they killed each other so that he could get the acid to escape through. I I enjoy those. I well, don't want just the gore and the killing. I want there to be some concept of the intelligence of these creatures. Word. And that's one of my favorite alien scenes is in that movie when them niggas are under the water. I was like, oh, they would move like that yeah. in the water. I don't fuck with the water either. Like, yeah. that. like we were talking, like, oh, they move yeah. just like a crocodile. Like, oh, these yeah. niggas could get in the water. I was like, yo. That's nuts, because that's one of the things, too, where, like, me, like, I, I don't fuck with the ocean, but anything, anytime some shit get aquatic, I'm always more fascinated about because it, because I don't crew, fuck with it. the crew felt so safe, they thought, yeah. oh, they can't, they can't swim. Right, which, which that, that is ignorance. Yes, it is. <laughs> for real, that, that shit is dope. Um, and I guess for me, one of the things, um, in, like, Futurama, when we go to um, old New York, where we find out, once we find out that Leah's not an alien, she's actually a mutant, then you go to old New York. And then you see, like, it's basically New York City from our day and time, but with, you know, toxic waste lakes and all these other mutants, and it's all run down, like some back alley Aladdin shit, <laughs> some real neo-Negro Tokyo type shit, and it was just like, yo, bro, that shit's wild. But it just makes sense. You would build on top of the past as what we do here in this country right, as well. Right, right. We bury who's here, and we put monuments on top of that shit to show them that the future is now. Word. Damn, that was super concise, too. Oh, and Neo Negro <laughs> Tokyo is a self-proclaimed um, concept, so we're copyrighted at. I guess uh, I already said it earlier with the 2099 series. The similarities are that everything is just a mirror version, a future version of what it is. And that one doesn't really impress me. You know what I mean? So you Shania Twain? That just don't impress you much? Yeah. Word. Um, but in Next Generation and in most Star Treks, but for me, it's Next Generation that will always be my favorite Baby. one you know yeah it's but there's an episode where they uh they bring some people who were uh cryogenically frozen <gasps> oh shit. you remember that one i do yeah they found the found their life pods and like oh damn a lot of these people are dead except for these three yeah. and their ideas versus the ideas in the future you can see the changes that need to happen but then the similarity being that they're still just people freaking yeah. out in the future you know and their struggles, while we're not what, you know, they need to be to survive, were still their struggles. And yeah, the crew yeah. kind of had to understand what it was, even though they, yeah. you know, they're from the future, even though they're they're in the present. You know? Exactly. Cause Being cryogenically frozen, do you think your skin looks amazing afterwards? Black don't crap, baby. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and, it's, and like we were saying, like, things from the our present that um, exist in the future... That boy Picard always want to be a Asian gangster from age. Chicago. He's always jumping in the hall. He's like, like, he's let's like, go back to Chicago. I want to be a gangster. Tommy Gun. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then you have with Cisco, he wanted uh, to be a baseball player. Yes. Because it, that's what him and his dad bonded with um, back on Earth. So we have baseball references mm-hmm. in Deep Space Nine as well. Yeah. So that shit was cool too. So there's always going to be a link to the past. With the future, because we're all connected through time. Mm-hmm. And if there's not one, there's always somebody out there trying to figure out. Because we always yeah. want... That's one thing, the, one of the plights of humanity is wanting to know. Yeah, and the thing with Blade Runner, I think it was, for me, and I don't know if all watchers got this. Oh, well, real quick, Michelle. Will yeah. you let the people know that Blade Runner is not about Wesley Snipe in the trap meet to kill vampires? You want to explain to them what Blade Runner is about? <laughs> Man, you really think our listeners don't know what Blade Runner and Blade is? You can never underestimate Ooh. people not seeing things. All right. Blade I don't know. I, 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 think, I think our listeners are at least... Yeah. I'm on a show, and I've never seen Blade Runner. Blade Runner is kind I of know this, what it this is, dystopian though. future, and Blade Runners are the title for officers that are tracking down our replicants. Do they have knives so or swords? they're kind of like... Um, no, they're, they're arresting those replicants, which are androids of humans, Okay. And their whole concept is let's do tests, and when you don't show empathy or emotion, you're a replicant. And mm. then they retire you, and I'm using quotation marks because that means they just kill you. One day you'll actually be able to see the video of this yeah. in the future. So <laughs> my whole thing is if you watch Blade Runner, and then they had in 2017 Blade Runner 2049. And the comic I book love, that came out, uh, Blade Runner 2019. I love both. 
I love the first one more. Okay. Um, and it was, I think one of the favorite lines I have is when he was ch- chasing one of the droids and Roy, and he gets onto the roof and it was the speech about the rain. One of the most famous scenes of the 1980s version of Blade Runner is when he is chasing one of the replicants and when they're arguing on the roof. He knows that um, that he's going to get killed and he starts to express emotions because they do care for each other. These replicants care for each other. And he says, mm-hmm. all those moments will be lost like tears in the rain. Yeah. It's a replicant acknowledging his mortality, kind of like a human. In Blade Runner 2049, they start with the scene of finding a body that's buried, and it's the replicant's body. She had a cesarean section, so somehow she was able to reproduce. Whoa! Yeah. So they're not robots? No, they no, they're, they're, no, they are. But that the whole thing was robot, that they could Robot means slave. Yeah. They're androids. Yeah. They're, you know. And here's the thing. The whole basis of this was humans said replicants are not humans. If they start to show empathy, now they can reproduce. What really makes them different from humans? Because Rachel was able to reproduce. Her baby is the new memory maker. And so it makes you think, and that's the thing that hasn't changed from the past, is the intolerance. The humans could not tolerate replicants because they saw them as a threat. So are these replicants cyborgs or they're androids? Androids. So do they have semen and ovaries? Like I don't understand how uh, android because ro- really androids are because androids quote unquote are just robots that look like humans, well, so they think? shouldn't have biological components. Think kind of like a synthesoid or something like that, you know, like uh, automaton, if you will, mm-hmm. or like Android seventeen and eighteen. Yes. Okay. But this has been happening with replicants for so long that they are technically a form of life. They're so, starting to evolve. So they're like. Created, basically, they created robots that looks past so much for humans that it kind of had to make them humans mm-hmm. type deal. But no one knows how much, and they haven't been able to reproduce this whole time. So the fact that they're able to now so means like that, that they're evolving. And it's like that because one in 1,000 mutation. You see um, Jared Leto's character. Mm-hmm. The Joker. Is Wallace? Is he Wallace Jesus. in 2049? No, he was 30 seconds from Mars. Shut up. That's it. That's it. <laughs> so Jared Leto. He was Leto. Mr. Nobody. <laughs> Getting ready for the kill. Mm-hmm. But remember when he had the replicant and he sliced her stomach. And it was kind of a, I felt like it was a dig to Rachel, who was the replicant who gave birth. Yep. And it was like, does he, did he program him that way? Does he know that? That's the thing. I think he did. Yeah, I think he did too, but there's a lot of fan theories around Blade Runner, both of them, and you can watch them, read them all day long. Yeah. Where I was getting, sometimes I get Blade Runner and Logos Run, like cross. Totally. Because in the episode of Family Guy when Brian had a little gem, that was Logan Run reference, correct? Okay, just making sure. So, um, one of of the last questions before we, as we're getting closer to the end, Mm -hmm. what are some of the bigger problems you guys see Mm -hmm. in these futures? Oh, speaking for me, um, it'll come in Power Rangers, RPM, get in gear. That's what they use to morph because it's RPM and we're getting in gear. And it's and they do that and they morph and have gears on their <laughs> uniform. They're like, ah! and then they get done morphing. But in this future, the main villain was a computer virus named Vengex. Like Vengeance. But yes, he was a computer. <laughs> I just realized that when I said that out loud. But he was a computer virus that basically took over most of the world. And it's like a post-apocalyptic future. Think Mad Max, but if um, Skynet won, more or less. Oh. So in this little community of freedom fighters, the third black Red Ranger by the name of Scott was the leader of the squad. And Scott is also Malcolm from Jessica Jones. So shout out to mm-hmm. him for that shit. But in this series, too, it was, like, weird because they had to do, like, some Mad Max shit and drive across the desert to find components to create the antivirus. And in this series, we got a lot of answers to questions that the Power Rangers fans have, like, like why do you more, why when you morph these explosions and these colors come out, then um, Dr. K, who created the Morphers in the universe, was like, 
oh, that's uh, that's a feedback from the morphing grid. So when you morph, as a it goes out of phase with reality. So that's the causality for that shit. I mean, that's so nice you to have an actual answer. To yeah. That. So yeah. you have all these in answers like, oh, so when we morph, what happened to our clothes? See, it's a uh, teleportation. So when you morph, the clothes go here, and then your costumes go there, and it gives you answers to shit you didn't need to know because it's a TV show. But then when they come back and like wink, wink, nod, mm-hmm. nod, like, huh. Okay, but it also shows us that our hubris as humanity, we always want to create something that thinks for us, to do things from us, mm-hmm. and it's always our downfall. So that's one of the common threads in most dystopian futures is yeah. the overarching AI program yeah. or the mother program. I don't know if that's oh. a man thing because no. mo- we few mothers want to control us on some shit like uh, that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's what, not mothers. Why you don't even no, have to correct on. that. Hold on, no, no, I, I do because I've never said that. I always said it. I wanted a mommy to spank me. That's not the same thing. <laughs> Is it? Old? No, mommy. It's a little different. Mommy dearest. Yeah. Yo, no more wire hangers. <laughs> oh. No. Oh no, me and my sister used to watch the movie all my, the fucking time. You, my mom but, showed me know. that movie and said, "You're lucky I'm not that mom." Michelle, <laughs> I can't agree with it. That's what my mom said. But I have to agree. It, I would love to say that something good happened out of it. But human nature did not change. We are full of greed, curiosity. Um, We don't necessarily think ahead when we should. We believe we do. We do to a certain point. But the overall effect, if we're thinking of mankind, we don't. And that's why Alien failed. Um, That's why um, you see in Blade Runner, did we really evolve? No, we did not. Total Recall, we didn't even revolve. I mean, there's so many films that represent our futures, and it's just more of the end of the world. Um, I mean, Utopia with Doctor Who. I, you just see human nature takes such a vital role that we don't evolve because we're too stubborn to change. And even when mm. we think we're making these strides. Yeah, we're not. We're really not. We're just putting a new face on an old idea. Yeah. And mm. is it really a stride if you do it for so long and then you just go back? Well, and that's one of the problems I have with Futurama. Not, I mean, not problems, but one of the problems I see in that society. Mm-hmm. They did turn their back on their own people who became mutants. Yes. They buried them and didn't hit them forever to accept them to be any part of society. Yeah. It's what we do all the time. Change I mean, you know, is not acceptable. Right. And, and anything different, we're going to be like, ah, oh, no. And even if we all feel united, we will probably find a reason to discriminate and yeah. You know, push against yeah. that. They became the underclass and they literally became the Morlocks. They was living in sewers while the people on the surface were still having their class wars, their race wars and divides mm-hmm. and whatnot. Well, maybe, well, really not racial divides on Futurama because, you know, everybody, aliens, all that shit, but they were still having right, right, that right. classism with each other too. Yeah. You, you do see in Futurama, I, I like, I'm not as a huge fan as you two are and I'll yeah, admit and that we to know our that. listeners, but. We know. You do see that in Futurama, like they do have an understanding within their group, yeah. but in the widespread of things, like Layla with her Cyclops, Leela. 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 and her Cyclops. <laughs> I, I, I pronounce the same way. You don't feel alone. But you know what I mean. Yeah. And you don't. They don't have that full understanding, but they do within their small right. group. Yeah, and especially you I, have to extend beyond that to their species. That that same thing goes in in TNG. Worf is not accepted among other Klingons. Mm-hmm. But he's he's cool with his white his human friends, you know, like mm-hmm. oh yeah, this is cool. But then he goes around other Klingons and like, oh, it's you Uncle, wanted them. Yeah. <laughs> it's Uncle Worf. It's Uncle Worf. And that's one thing too is like, and he's looking towards the future of Klingon. He wants to be the change that the Klingons can bring. Like you can exactly. be part of this and still have your heritage. So he kind of has like the whole Black Panther dichotomy when he has to go back. With the the other uh, fucking um, Klingons and go through the whole trial of combat and shit, and be like, no, I gotta prove myself now because I've been around y'all too long. I gotta let them know like I'm still one of my kind. Yeah. And it's also interesting. With that being said, that him the Klingons being a darker race, we always gonna associate. Well, not always. We all, but a lot of people associate that for blackness in America, right, right, right. even with their savagery and their warlike. Um, rituals that, 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 that and customs with, uh, I should indigenous say customs. people and indigenous mean, people too because yeah. like you go to Africa that's what we were about in the beginning and being black too because sometimes you might not be black enough for the blacks being around the federation 
and you two cling on for the federation. Well, I think we had this st- conversation. Oh, we have this conversation. Well, yeah, I have this conversation a lot with myself and other people. I was gonna say, but it's like TJ and I talked about that. You know, exactly. Like, and even just, being fifty percent Asian, you're not yeah, Asian enough for the Asians. And it's, yeah. that's why boys like. Who gives a fuck? Because you could be reincarnated tomorrow as a fucking grasshopper and end up on a Ninja Turtle Ninja Turtle pizza slice. So yeah. what the fuck does it matter? Yeah. yeah. I would love to be a pepperoni. With your poison ivy ass, you lying. <laughs> now you want to be a meat? That's the only way you're going to get A, Michelle? You gonna, you gonna well, tell I'm not going to be a bell pepper because I would have to be I, killing my <laughs> own Michelle, Michelle, Michelle. And, and, and guys, I mean, this, is gotta, this, this is out here for everyone. Michelle and none of our listeners, none of you out there have to be a meat to get eaten. Go ahead and give me a call, Daniel Rojas. I'll stop on by and take care of that problem. Oh, you ain't got no standards, baby. All right. Eggplants. I'm an equal opportunity lover. Wait, are you recording? I think recording? I'm the opposite right. of... Oh, yeah, this is, this is all this on. Oh, this is on the episode? That's Poison episode. Ivy. Right. <laughs> who we all know, that's who I am a reincarnate of, is Poison She's Ivy. She's not dead, Michelle. Okay, well, I'm Poison Ivy. How are you going to tell this woman how to think? That's rude <laughs> oh, as fuck. No. Let her be alive in her realm. Hopefully in the future, we can change that. So speaking of futures, and now that we're here at the end, what universe, what possible future mm. do you think we are living in right now? Because for we're me... We're living in right now? Yeah, for me, mm. I think it's going to be Planet That's of fucking Apes. Fucking joke. I think, oh, I think it's going to be Planet of the Apes. <laughs> I Ooh, think, which Planet of the Apes? My nigga Mark Wahlberg's Planet of the Apes? That one? That one? I would say James Franco. Actually, no. Um, sorry. I'm talking about the original Rod Serling. Uh, ew. Okay, I know you did not just say ill to Rod Serling, the original host of Twilight Zone. Ew. I just did it for a fact. I don't give a fuck the about that The Scary shit. Door from Future. Dr. Zayas, Dr. Zayas. Dr. Zayas, Dr. Zayas, Dr. Zayas. Thank you, Simpsons. So, so, <laughs> so, um, in the original Charlton Heston one, they're kind Get of your in a damn society. Hands off me, you damn dirty! Right, they're, they're they're building structures are kind of a little. There's a lot left to be. Uh, Would the Confederate flag back then be like a banana or some shit on the flag? Well, it's a banana like, split. Ah, oh, I see what you did. Like. <laughs> Fuck you, Donkey Kong. Mario's the superior one. I think you two lost me. It's cool. So, uh, <laughs> there was a lot of... Blah, 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 nah, I don't even know what happened. We lost like Matthew Fox. In the original Planet of the Apes, their building structures are kind of shit. Yeah, they're riding horses. It's, it's, pretty, it's pretty fucked up. <laughs> then you get to the Mark Wahlberg one, and they're living in like tree huts, and like it's all like kind of jungle. Something phenomenal? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Tailspinish. Yes, tailspinish. But then in the original Rod Serling one, they have a wonderful society, almost futuristic to ours, and they've got these beautiful buildings. They've got renewable energy. It's just that it's apes. Like Gorilla City, Gorilla City in DC. Yes, word. And so it's not like they're you know like oh bananas are a currency. They're like no, we use money. Mm-hmm. What? what mm-hmm. Why would we use bananas? For real, what is that? People come from apes, yeah. so why would apes be like people? I don't want that shit that rots in three days. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I need something with you know value. <laughs> Grab for president. Yeah. So I, I I think we're, you know if we're not in the Planet of the Apes one, I sure as shit hope that we're in the Star Trek one. Mm. Mm. Space Force. In the future, the the sad thing is with futures, and you said, "Are you Xenomorph Queen?" The other night, and I was like, "I fully said, if I didn't have to be human, I would be a Xenomorph because fuck yes." But <laughs> I'd be Zabuma. You can't. <laughs> You can't transform from a human to a xenomorph. Oh, yes, you can. If you Ben Tan, girl, get that watch. Hero up. Yeah. Get that shit. But if it was like imaginary world and I got to pick in our future what I got to be, fuck yes, xenomorph. Xenomorph. Word. If Why? Because I will kill everybody. But that wasn't really the question, was it, Michelle? The question is, what future timeline do you think we're living in? I don't know which future timeline we're living in. I think it's a parallel universe. What? Okay, uh, what parallel universe? I feel like, have you watched the show Fringe? Yes. I feel like... Have you have you listened to this podcast? Yeah. I would like to think in that universe, I'm a doctor. I just fucked up in this universe. <laughs> okay, so if you're, if, you, if you're talking about future timelines, you just think that we are in an ever-diverging multiverse. Yes. Well, that's true. Uh, Kelsey, <laughs> Kelsey, what, what, what about you, man? Uh, what future time? Oh, we're clearly in 
So I will say that um, we're actually in the darkest timeline. Oh. But in the possible, but that's not the future. I know, but I'm get get. I'm about to get. It's there. a two parter. It's a two parter. You're, right. You're right. We're in the darkest timeline of the idiocracy future because mm. we are already living. That was the best film with a, a presidential. That's where we are now. Exactly, but it's only gonna get worse as we proceed because we yeah, even get to the society is so stupid. Yeah, we even get to the Gatorade on the fuel on the, on the plants and shit because they electrolytes, even though it has some water tidbits in it. But we getting there. We get in there. And also, that future that they saw is somebody's presence now. So that was somebody's future back then. Yeah, just the same way Captain America woke up. Just the way Captain America woke up and the Avengers was like, oh shit, I was punching Nazis. Guess what? Damn, niggas, 2020, I'm punching Nazis still. What the fuck is going on? Okay. And that's just to say that, you know, sometimes something that is satire does come back around and you're like, wait a second, didn't I see that as a parody before and now we're doing it now? The same way, fucking even stuff from Back to the Future 2, we got now, and it's like, yeah. wasn't that supposed to be stupid? Wasn't that something that, like, Crystal Pepsi again? Why the did we get, list? Why? I didn't even know what Crystal Pepsi was till I saw it in the store again, and somebody told me what it was, and then I felt like an idiot. <laughs> no, it's fine. Like, you, you probably even bored when that shit dropped. So coming to the end of the show today... Um, you know, we talked about some of our favorite timelines, whichever ones we liked, whether it was about humanity getting killed by Xenomorphs or Power Rangers, and then another future with Power Deep Rangers, in the feed, baby. and then another one with Power Rangers, or... <laughs> Get in the gear. Oh, no. Oh. <laughs> uh, we're here at the end, and, you know, we'd like to hear from you. What's your favorite future timeline? Which one would you like to live in, and which one do you see the worst in? Let us know. Also, what future timeline do you think we're living in right now? Guys, uh, as always, I love doing this with you. Anything you'd like to plug? Where can the people find you? And uh, and what's some music you've been enjoying lately? Mm, don't do that, baby. But um, so what I would like to plug is my favorite girl of the future. Disney's Plus is out, guys. If you ain't got it, you're a lame. I know you're not talking about her. Yes, I am. Zetus Apetus. Xenon, the girl of tomorrow. One through three. Um, Xenon, Xenon 2, and Xenon 3. And then you also have, hey, fuck it, Fuel of the Future. Watch that shit. I did it. Some people like it. I love that show. One of the Ellie and AJ girls is on that series. Yeah, Ellie. Folks with their music is talking about music. AJ? And it's a blonde. Hey, Arian. Is this like the Garfunkel <laughs> and Oates thing where no one knows which one is which No, one? they want... Which they one want, is Ellie? They want which... siblings. So. No, that's, that's not what I'm saying. I know, but that's what I'm saying. Okay. Anyways, <laughs> yo... So what I've been listening to a lot lately is uh, Wale's new album. He touches upon things about being, you know, in quarantine, the pandemic, Black Lives Matter. And just like, you know, he, he's very touching on the vein of, um, I don't speak for all black people at this moment right now. But you're also doing it in a way when it's not so somber. It's also got some beat to it because at the same time, any civil discord, any uprising, any revolution, there's going to be a need for levity, and to move your feet to the beat of the drum. Oh, absolutely. Because during the 60s and 70s, during all that real shit, too, there was some of the best music ever being made. Like, people were doing disco and coke while still pro protesting in the streets during that morning. What do you mean, were? We still is, baby. <laughs> and, of course, you can find me on Snapchat, Instagram, Facebook, Kelsey DeAndre Greer, Slave Name, Mutant Name, The Coolest Thing Since Ice, baby, and you already know what it is. Holla. All right, uh, right. Michelle. <laughs> yeah, I don't even know if I can match that. No I one am. ever can. Yeah, I know. We've had a couple guests, but, uh, you, hold try, a but you, know. uh, you hold a close candle, though. You don't have to match anything, I, don't think so. I just got to bring a flashlight. I am Emily Gideon <laughs> Did you say on flashlight? Instagram. So Emily Gideon, mm -hmm. and um, yeah, I really think that's all I have to plug in. No, you haven't listened to any music lately. No new Jeezy music. I've been listening to in this moment. Okay, their new album. Um, you never heard of In This Moment? Not to my mm, knowledge. What, she's what? amazing. Oh, it's a she? It's not no, a group? Well, it's a group. It's a group. Oh, yeah, okay. But her but voice she's... is amazing. Word. What type of music is she? Metal. Hard metal? Rock. Like, what type rock of rock? Metal. I, I, like, heavy metal rock. I listen to a lot of rock, too, so I, I'm very it's specific. Hard. I would say metal. Just Word. She's huge. Paganistic. I like that. Yes. Meaning she throws the best parties? No. She's pagan beliefs. You know, and we're about to go into mythology month. Oh my god, yeah, I was about to talk about that here in a second, but um, 
Yeah, mythology is our next series. Mm-hmm. Oh. Oh. Yeah, but in this moment, that's what I've been listening to. I'm really sad that I missed their concert. They were supposed to be at Red Rocks in May. Um, yep. But um, unfortunately, with COVID, all concerts got canceled. I'm hoping to see them again. <laughs> they are Unless amazing. you got OnlyFans. I would have to say, in this moment, um, Black Wedding is an amazing song. Horror, Blood... There's so many, so many songs. If you're going to get introduced into in this moment that you have not listened to, that are just phenomenal. Her vocal range is amazing. So yes, awesome. What about you, Mr. Rojas? Uh, as far as what I've been listening to, I really got right back into the Calmen. I don't know if any of you have heard them. Um, one of the hosts from last podcast on the left, Marcus Parks, is plays in that band. Uh, <laughs> this is. The Texas side of me coming out. But I... The Tex-Mex? Yeah, this is that Tex-Mex. It's like... I wouldn't call it necessarily dirty country, but like dirty country... Like... They're, they're, Ooh, you've been listening to country without me? It's, it's, not, it's not country like you'd imagine, though. I imagine a lot of country. Just like my metal. I listen to a lot of genres. Like, <laughs> one of the singers... It, it's almost like Flogging Molly meets some country. Whoa, Flogging Molly? I know what Flogging means. <laughs> Yeah, I need to get into that band, baby. I'm, like, they saying, was I'm saying, Flogging Molly meets uh, some like, but it's not country. Maybe it's western. It's let's look up the Calvin. It's twangy. Yeah, it's got a twang to it, but it's also like dirty. Dirty like EDM dirty. No, dirty like you're in a bar and there's a certain smell to it, and the lady brings it's you divey. a burger that you get there. Yes. Oh, it's country dive bar dive music. Mark. It oh. is. Ooh, I got peanuts <laughs> on the floor. No, no, and no, I'm no, 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 no. More like. <laughs> well, I drink for days and the days are the nights that I've been drinking all day because that's what I do. Yeah, <laughs> going down to the creek, gonna catch me a fish with the pair <laughs> of Mary, my hands so feeling. you don't understand. Yes, yeah. yeah, the Yankee. <laughs> yes. Tell your girl to wank me. <laughs> Listen to the cowmen. I fucking love them. And I like a girl named Gertrude, not Stacy. But sometimes I'll have it going in my room, and my roommates will walk by, and they'll see me just kind of like punching the air, and swinging around, and they're like, "Why did we let him move in? <laughs> Who did this?" I think um, he's having an episode. You can <laughs> you can find me on Facebook, Daniel Rojas, Instagram, Blue Morpho, one word where the O's are the zeros. Ooh. I know. <laughs> <laughs> make sure you check us out on instagram facebook um yes. anywhere spotify spotify which Google play baby uh escaping podcast and if you or anyone else you know would like to have your music featured on the show please email us at escaping.podcast at gmail.com especially if it's some of that dirty country so <laughs> so next week we are we are jumping into our mythology series uh, it's one that we've really been excited to bring to you because we're all kind of nerdy about some of that shit. Percy Jackson, y'all. Oh. Love it. Today, we do leave you with Cloud Nine by Young Pyramid. He is a local rapper, and I believe this might be some of the stuff with uh, more of his group on there. But check them out. Amazing guys. I think you're going to enjoy it. They're local, like I said. If you see him at a bar, possibly just Nova, go ahead and uh, buy him a drink. Thank you for listening, everyone. Uh, it's so great to... Have you listened to my voice? Have you accept me into your body? Oh, I love it. We do this for you. We do this because we love you. So we'll see you next week. And remember, there can only be one chum bucket. And also, by being present, you've already escaped the past. So let your future be one worth seeing. And remember, there's never a bad time to be an escapee. Stay on counter, y'all. Not only am I down, I've been feeling broken I will never ask for help, my emotions never open I bury them inside, I'm just always floating I'm up on cloud nine, I'm hoping you can notice See, I've been feeling down, I'm hoping you can count Once we get to ten, you'll notice that I'm really out I'm not really round, my body's feeling vacant I'm losing everyone, but I don't wanna face it I gave you my heart, I was hoping you weren't faking Then you gave me yours, how'd I end up breaking? Every little piece, now we both are broken Broke with no repair, now I got you holding Not only am I down, 
I've been feeling broken I will never ask for help My emotions never open I bury them inside I'm just always floating I'm up on cloud nine I'm hoping you can notice Not only am I down I've been feeling broken I will never ask for help My emotions never open I bury them inside I'm just always floating I'm up on cloud nine I'm hoping you can notice Now I'm lost for words I don't know what to say now I've been stuck inside my head I'm searching for a way out You seem to calm me down You clear up all my doubts You always look so good I'm trying to make you my spouse I know I fucked this up I'm just hoping for another chance I know you're way too good You get me with the slightest glance You give me butterflies Somehow I know you are the best You always make me smile I know you're better than the rest Not only am I down I've been feeling broken I will never ask for help My emotions never open I bury them inside I'm just always floating I'm up on cloud nine I'm hoping you can notice Not only am I down I've been feeling broken I will never ask for help My emotions never open I bury them inside I'm just always floating I'm up on cloud nine I'm hoping you can notice